sound check from matt here you're good we can hear you how's it going matt going well and cody looks like you need to request to be a speaker perfect and i'm inviting the main account matt that you're on as a co-host as well great thanks myron have you requested to be a speaker yet what's his uh, account myron yeah myron's right there beside uh, cody in the list you know after adrian Okay, perfect. I invited him to speak as well here. Do you have a request from Cody yet? Uh, not yet. I did send the invite, just waiting on him to accept it. Okay. Getting the link out to our channels. We'll start at the uh, five-minute mark here. And just mad if possible. I don't know if you got the, the co-host uh, invite, but I did send that over. Got it. Thanks. So, Cody, what's up, man? How you doing? Oh, pretty good. Just uh, visiting family right now. Awesome, awesome. Where are they all based? Yeah. Uh, I've, I've got family around the San Antonio, Texas area. Um, and then I'm heading back to Mexico here in a few days. And then uh, down to Guatemala, Colombia, and then finally down into Argentina to help those folks out. That's awesome, dude. Good job. I just drove up to Indiana uh, this last weekend for far less good reasons. I just went to see a football game. But, you know, How far is Indiana from here, right? 430 miles or so i'm from canada miles kilometers i always get confused but that sounds like a uh, far distance <laughs> yeah yeah i mean pretty much all my buddies are part of the california exodus and we all went somewhere east of california but they went north i went south nice well anyways we're at the uh, five minute mark here so i think we're uh, good to get started i think eric are all the speakers here that we need so Myron is uh, is working on a tech problem. He'll be uh, you know asking for uh, speaker rights here shortly, but uh, we can probably get started. Okay, awesome. So how's it going, everybody? Welcome to our edition of the Spaces. Here we are joined with the Andromeda and Astroval teams. My name is Miguel. I'm a part of the growth team here at Archway, and uh, we can just do a little introduction. Uh, do you want to start, Eric, and then we can go over to Matt, and then Adrian, and then Cody. Yeah, hey guys, uh, Eric Weissen in here, co-founder of AstroVault. Um, background in economic philosophy, do a lot of tokenomics stuff in this space. A lot of you guys know me as the um, ex-tokenomics lead for PhiLab, so been a, a, a pretty involved contributor to the Archway ecosystem as AstroVault and uh, in Archway's design. Um, and yeah, just excited to get AstroVault's token getting launched. Uh, we've been talking about Outbit a lot lately and build up the, the ecosystem side of things now that we got most of the tech in place. So, so am I still uh, am I still live here? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. This is Matt. Great. I'll just jump in then. You know, I'm a uh, core contributor. You know, in the real world, we call that uh, co-founder. 
of Andromeda. My background is mainly uh, high technology and uh, creating a product market fit in a, in a market that wasn't ready for this technology. So uh, this Web3 is uh, about my fourth venture in, uh, in new technology into a market that uh, doesn't really know what to expect. So the education piece is, uh, is a big part of, uh, of what we do. Um, I, uh, I'm really excited to be here. You know, what we're bringing to the, uh, to the market here with Andromeda is uh, an exciting operating system, and it's what Web3 really needs, so we're excited to do it. And um, I'll leave time for, uh, for Cody and his introduction after Adrian uh, so that we can get right down to business. Over to you, Adrian. Hi, guys. I hope everyone is hearing me. So I'm Adrian. So I'm a part of the DevRels team here at Firelabs. Uh, so yeah, my, my role is really just trying to make it um, easy for developers to really tap into the various resources within the Archer ecosystem. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, my name is Cody Marks Bailey. I've been uh, a Web3 web advocate for uh, 12 years now. Got into Bitcoin and not, not long after it launched. Um, went through the uh, Ethereum uh, build out and then uh, finally made it over to... Um, uh some of my some of my uh, uh accomplishments in the past was i was one of the uh, erc 721 nft uh standard uh creators back in 2017 and was excited about building uh financial applications with that uh instead we got monkey pictures and profile pictures so um that was kind of the basis for where we go from here uh with andromeda and uh I'd like to share more with you later uh myron you're up hey there can you hear me sound check Hey everybody, I'm Myron. I uh, uh, my a little bit of my background. I come through the uh, through the entertainment industry where I started uh, started off just uh, as a uh, well as a performer, and then I ended up uh, creating and maintaining websites for some of the larger uh, some of the larger events and larger artists. And from there, I spun off my own uh, my own technology company and. Next thing I knew, uh, around 2017, I got really heavily into crypto, uh, where I became uh, uh, where I became a uh, an executive at a company that focused on uh, blockchain oriented stuff. So I ended up learning all the things I needed to for what my next steps would be, uh, and so now I'm here working with Andromeda. Awesome. And Ethan, I did not forget you. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, Ethan actually had a family emergency, so he wasn't able to come in for the Astro Vault uh, account right now. Oh, no worries. No worries. So I got that okay, up in the background. <laughs> all good. All good. Awesome. So let's just get right into discussion. I don't know who wants to answer this from the Andromeda team, but can you just run through a, what is Andromeda? Well, let me, uh, let me start with the... This is Matt. Let me start uh, big, and uh, as we get more and more into details, which we'll uh, we'll do, and uh, and Cody's the right guy to, to do that. Um, all the uh, the core contributors, the founders, uh, had the same problem uh, with Web three. It was uh, too complex, uh, too hard to work. Uh, very few uh, were able to do it well, and it wasn't built or uh, or created with uh, a retail user in mind. So our idea, our, our vision behind the uh, Andrada operating system is to simplify Web3. So everything that we do starts there. And the evolution of this from the very beginning, from the proof of concept that we started 
uh, to now has been focused on making it easier, better, and faster for users, builders, creators, and developers. And all the aspects, whether it's our low code, no code, or digging into our CLI is based on trying to make this whole experience easier. And when, when we plug into, we integrate with other L1s or other alliance members, whether it's our education alliance or our business enterprise alliance, it's all based on that premise to try and make it in whatever way we can, it easier, better and faster for whoever touches Web3. You know, it helps with adoption from the Web2 developers uh, and traditional industry or uh, Web2 uh, personnel to come over and not be afraid of Web3 because it's so complicated and hard that the idea is to encourage and entrain users to come over and uh, be able to use Web3 in a way that doesn't exist, quite frankly, in Web3 today. That's the short version. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. And we can get, I guess, more in-depth into everything now. Can you talk to us more about AOS and what is it and why did you decide to build a decentralized operating system? Yeah, so I think that's a, a good lead-in for me to, to jump in. So um, what, what the, Andro what the uh, Andromeda operating system is, or what we call AOS, is, um, is a set of smart contracts. It's a, a fairly elaborate and sophisticated set of smart contracts that um, begin to, to abstract and uh, create a new sort of environment on top of each of these blockchains that we deploy on. So right now, when you hear operating system, you think of you know Microsoft Windows or Linux or something like that. We're not in the same category as those. Those are all personal operating systems. What we're doing is we look at each blockchain as a, as a computer itself. And this AOS gets installed onto each one of these chains, each one of these L1s inside the Cosmos. Um, and it, what it does is it, it provides a new environment for, for each of the um, each of the chains that's that is um, uh, ubiquitous across the entire um, cosmos. So no matter what chain you're on, things feel the same. Just like whenever you buy, you know, if you buy two laptops and you open them up, they have the same um, the same operating system, the same feel. You know how to use it without having to relearn everything. And so for for all of the um, all the blockchains that are out there, they all require slightly different, you know, tools, slightly different understandings. There's, you have to relearn each piece each time. So it's a new computer to each user. And so what the AOS does is it abstracts away a lot of the differences into a common vernacular, a common way of operating for all users to, uh, to, to quickly um, adopt. Amazing. Thank you for that. And so for all the developers building dApps, why should they use Andromeda? And what are some of the types of dApps that they can build? So the the biggest piece here is um, for for building. Right now, you have um, let's say let's just talk about one chain in particular. Let's just talk about about Archway, and let's say you've got uh, ten different um, protocols that are on there. In order for each protocol to talk to each other protocol, there's two ways to do it. One, you could either use your wallet and you go you open up a new tab, you conduct your business on one protocol. And then when you're done, you open up another tab and you use your wallet to basically move funds back and forth or make decisions or do any kind of off-chain calculations. But what AOS does is it allows for all 10 of those uh, uh, protocols to connect to all 10 of those protocols. A common layer where, where, where funds or assets or any sort of information, really, regardless if it's financial or not, can be connected from all of those. So if you're a 
if you're a builder in the space, if you if you're a protocol maintainer, and there's a, an 11th protocol that that pops up, you don't have to worry about writing another adapter, another adapter, another adapter. You get once you plug into Andromeda, you get access to all the other applications inside of Andromeda natively without having to worry about any of this happening. Now, what's cool with with AOS is that we do use IBC to communicate across different chains. What we do with the way we've we've um, utilized IBC is by building a uh, a protocol called Andromeda Messaging Protocol, which is the same whether you're on one chain, just like you can use uh, TCP/IP on your local machine to talk to you know your your own machine, or you can send that over IBC connections and talk to any of the protocols on any other um, blockchain out there. So, in other words, instead of just having you know ten to ten on Archway, you've got ten to a thousand because you've got a hundred other chains you can connect to. So, what this does is it it builds all the plumbing between all of the protocols that are out there inside the cosmos using IBC and Rust. Uh, let me chime in here. So I, I love the I love the, the idea of abstracting all the complexities from the developer. So you said um, you spoke about IBC, but like how does that abstraction work? Like from a developer standpoint, like if they want to implement ICA integration with oracles, multisig, does the AOS solution have those tools in place? For developers to just tap into immediately without any complexity um there is a little bit of a learning curve for developers of course like any like any new system out there um what's what's nice about our architecture is that um the current protocols that have been around for you know two three years don't need to change a thing there's no retrofitting there's no modifications this this simply rides on top of it um there's one small adapter an andromeda adapter that sort of normalizes into a vernacular so that anything, you know, just like with, with C and C++, you have standard in, standard out. We kind of took that same model with the way we're moving funds around. If we can have a standard communication, a standard protocol for all, all, all um, projects to talk with, then everything can start, can be, can be um, coordinated. And so um, that's, it, it's really just a few new, um, new, new, um, concepts in the in the space but you know whether you're using a multi-sig or an ICA or anything like that all that stuff gets abstracted the one of the best way one of the one of the best ways to think about our architecture is you know if i had to explain you know interchain accounts ICAs to my mom we're probably going the wrong direction like that needs to be abstracted away into a place where it just works yeah i definitely agree so like for well, in our docs, we, we utilize the Archway Developer CLI a lot in terms of creating um, projects. So like if I create a project using the, the developer, developer CLI, it has some custom um, things added. But like if I wanted to extend the functionality of my current project with Android Media's toolset, what would be required? You said something about like a particular plugin that I need to use. Is that the only thing that would be needed, required? Like, would I need to do anything else? Uh, no, just that. And in fact, um, all of those, all that tooling is available in our um, either, we sort of have three different, um, three different ways of, of approaching the system. You can do it through a no-code builder, through a low-code builder, or through the CLI, or you can even actually there's a fourth you can drop down and just go straight Rust. So we've never we've never arrested anybody from being able to develop the way that they want. What we've done is we've added extra layers on top 
so that if you're not a programmer, let's say you don't know Rust, you don't know what an unsigned integer is or what a Boolean operator does, um, but you're, let's say you're really, really good at Excel, or maybe you're, you know, pretty good with something like Squarespace. If you have that level of technical ability from a, from a programming standpoint, you should be able to use our tools to be able to create value inside of these blockchains. So um, that's one of the bars that we've, we've set that, you know, think about the, think about the person who's really, really good at Excel. You know, you wouldn't quite call them a programmer, but they're, they're pretty good with numbers and they can, they can figure out, you know, different flows and, and they have some level of this stuff. That's, that, that's what we need to get these tools into the hands of, because there's, you know, for every one Rust developer in the space that can actually create value, we've got a hundred people on the outside waiting to get in. And we can't just say, well, go learn Rust. That's not a way forward. What we need to do is we need to make it easier, better, faster for not only users, but for developers to come through and start building value inside the space. If we can unlock that, we'll have a hundred times the amount of, of value being created instead of us being bottlenecked with, you know, Find a Rust developer. Find another Rust developer. There's only so many in the world, and we've already maxed that out. Yeah, I've actually seen a demo of the your, your Node code builder, and that's it's. I think it's very useful. But like, like I'm using um, Visual Studio Code to do my developments. Like, would it be possible to seamlessly integrate Android Media within my editor? As opposed to utilizing the the no code builder, if I don't want to, like if I want to have more 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 control. Oh, absolutely. So, um, you know, just like everything inside the the cosmos, we use JSON um, object modeling for uh, for building applications and configurations. So there's not, you know, if if it's not Rust, then it's going to be in JSON, and you know, we we basically just ingest the JSON into a, a UI a, a web interface to do the drag and drop stuff. But if you wanted to to code things yourself or automate things yourself, meaning um, let's say you wanted to spit out, you know, something um, programmatically, you know, code that writes code, so to speak, Adrian, um, you could do that with, uh, with your, your normal editor. And, you know, we, we don't, we don't force anybody to, to, to use tools they don't want to use with developers. If you give them the right tools, they'll use them. And that's been one of our um, core tenants uh, as we design the system. So we never force developers to go one way or another. We try to give as many options. So you know, I'm an old school Unix Linux guy. I prefer to be on the command line. Give me a give me a black screen with white text and let me go to town. I'll type in all my commands, remember all my flags. But you know, for most people that that are really good with Excel, that's a little daunting. So um, so giving them a, a user interface that's that's more familiar to them. Um, makes more sense. And so that's kind of the, you know, we haven't broken any cardinal sins with uh, with regards to how developers approach the system. Yeah, I agree. And I think that having this drag and drop solution does help even the seasoned developers as well, because it makes it so much easier to do the even the base, the most basic and even advanced um, um, uh, tasks. So yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. So yeah, different welcome um, solutions like that. But I, I remember you guys doing uh, or being a part of our builder school and you did uh, a demo of AOS solution. I remember one thing in particular, the App Store. So it allows developers to list their various apps and actually earn from, from doing so. How, how does that App Store work? Yeah, so just like uh, like we were saying a second ago, the um, the applications that are created are in JSON, and so 
um, behind the scenes, what we do is we basically just take that signature of, of that JSON and uh, publish it to a, a store or an index, some sort of a, a marketplace, so to speak. And um, users that don't, let's say, you know, someone who doesn't isn't even really good with Excel. Maybe they're just a few levels, you know, removed from Excel. Um, they're able to go in and and for a, a small price, you know, it might be two dollars, three dollars, four dollars, depending on the complexity or what the developer you know feels that they should charge. Um, they can they can publish these um, these different object uh, arrangements, these different constellations of of protocols and utilities packaged in together to make sort of a higher level of order. So we look at at protocols, really, we look at everything inside the AOS is what we call our Andromeda digital object. So this is borrowed from an idea that in Linux and Unix, everything is a file. Well, with, with Andromeda, everything is a digital object. And so by arranging these digital objects, connecting them together, having inputs and outputs, you really do start to create, you know, what we, what we, what's, what's been the promise of DeFi for the last five or six years as Lego building blocks. Like, that was a really nice concept when we started doing DeFi, but now that we're you know five, six, seven years into into DeFi, it has not been as easy as snapping Lego blocks together. It's everybody's building you know on an island. There's all you know you have to go from using your wallet and using some sort of a bridge to go one to one, and so you're you're you don't have any ubiquity. You don't have any any um, any platform that ties everything together so that it's just easier to you need to track it away. From from the user instead of asking people to remember their keys remember the 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 different positions they have on the 15 different you know, websites they use that should all be brought into one single interface one single area that say okay what what assets do i have that are out there and the system will tell you instead of you having to remember you know there's been times in the past when i had a position built up somewhere you know some some lp tokens or or a, uh, an object here or a loan over there somewhere and i just because I never went back to the website, I forgot I had it because there's no way, like, unless I write it down. But in the, you know, in in the complexity of what we're doing in this space, we can't expect ourselves to remember all this stuff or take notes and write them down on a piece of paper and say, oh, yeah, I've got a thousand um, dollar debt over here on this protocol. It would be nice if I could just pull up my, you know, my my user account. And it says, here's all the positions you have. It just doesn't make any sense the way we've been designing the last few years. That's great. I understood. Uh, one more question before I hand over back to, to Miguel. Uh, so I know that you guys are uh, have this integration with AstroVault. So is there or are there any tools, plugins or solutions that developers can tap into via the Android Media platform to pull in any of the resources from AstroVault, for example, and accessing any of the liquidity or any of the feature set of the AstroVault um, platform? Uh, not at this very second. We have not launched uh, the AOS yet. It's still an audit. But, um, okay. but those sort of plugins, those sort of um, uh, all the different uh, utilities or functions or features that um, that AstroVault uh, offers will be available to all users inside of the Andromeda system. So um, we don't, we don't uh, inside of AOS, because we're sort of a unification platform, we need to be very careful about not choosing winners and losers. You know, we don't, we don't give preferential treatment. What we do is we try to, to give everybody fair access and may the best man win. And that's, that's kind of been a, uh, a st strategy for us from a long time. Now, you know, um, 
Eric and, and Astro Vault had had jumped up uh, really early and said, "Hey, we'd like to work together." And it's like, "Well, of course, we'd love to dance. Let's let's get this thing together." Um, but uh, yeah, once once the uh, once the adapters are written, which are really small, there's not a whole lot of Rust code that needs to be done. It's a it's mainly a um, an adapter that needs to uh, conform to a certain uh, vernacular, basically inside the system. Um, it becomes plugged in, and anybody from anywhere inside the cosmos can use AstroVault for whenever for whatever purposes they want. And the idea here is there, there's there's a lot of a lot of ideas um, is that Andromeda kind of fades into the background. You know, you want to be, you're using Andromeda, but you don't really know it. We don't keep reminding you this this kind of fades into the background, and what and we get out of the way to let the users build and do what they want because at the end of the day, they're wanting to take out a loan or invest in a project or invest in some sort of, you know, token or build a new governance module or, uh, or, or deploy, you know, build a company or build some sort of like all these lines have been blurred. And so um, Andromeda kind of sits in the background and make sure that everything works and everything is tied together and that there's a common interface and the users are happy. Awesome. Thank you so much for that, Cody. And so I'm looking on your website. I see you guys also have a token, uh, ANDR. What is the utility of the token? Um, and yeah, what are your plans with it? So on the on the short run, uh, right now it is, I mean, I'm speaking on a technical level here. Um, technically right now it is just a governance token. It's only used for, for voting inside the system. But that is because we haven't launched the actual AOS smart contract stack. That's coming hopefully in the next uh, 30 to 45, maybe 60 days, depending on the audit report and how much work is is left. It's a lot of code. It's 19,000 lines of code. So there's, you know, it's been a heavy lift for two and a half years. Um, the the token is used for a lot of things. There's a lot of um, uh, resource allocation inside of an operating system. So if you add automation. I'll give one example, automation. So if you want things to happen while you're asleep or to be triggered at certain times or anything to happen in the background without you having to sign a transaction, um, that needs to be throttled. There's only so many resources available per chain. And so there needs to be some sort of a, a single way to sort of um, uh, prioritize your, your transactions over others. I'll give a, a real quick example about that. Let's say you're uh, a large enterprise corporation. You've got... Uh, your Walmart, and you need um, you need certain things done on the system. You need them uh, uh, done pretty quickly. You need them done every, say, once a minute. You need to trigger some sort of an action because you're a large corporation. You have a lot of things going on. Well, um, they might need to put more into the system using ANDR, more more tokens to uh, to reserve that sort of automation priority. Whereas Someone who, like myself, who doesn't have you know nearly the amount of resources that uh, Walmart might have on these chains, um, I might need to have something done every you know maybe every day, day and a half. That's probably good enough. I want to take my yield. I want to move it over here, spread it around, do some things, all that kind of stuff. With automation, um, I would need to put in a, a significant amount less. But what it becomes is you create a market for automation. You create a um, because it is a finite resource. You have that sort of automate that that uh, marketplace for these different resources. Um, that's one use. Another use is uh, uh, throttling and registering for different uh, namespaces. So right now, um, with email, you know, we get all this spam because there's no back pressure on actually um, 
sending emails. So the spammers basically send out billions upon billions of emails per day because it costs them nothing. So with the ANDR token, we can start building in these behavioral incentives or disincentives for people to spam the network. And so you can start calming a lot of these different things by having a single token that um, that allows for that. And there's there's we've got about seven or eight planned. Um, most of these are going to be rolled out over the next year, two years, three years, and and beyond. But um, having a single token inside the the um, the ecosystem allows for some really really interesting value capture um, abilities. Does that also enable for um, kind of like like a gas index token? So if you're talking and uh, great YouTube videos, by the way, you actually surprised us with the tutorial of Astro Vault, which is fantastic. I've been going through watching all your guys' videos. It's awesome, great work. Um, but part of it talks about like the increased TAM from having uh, your, your application on your network connects to all other applications on all other networks throughout Cosmos, which is fantastic. Um, one of my like questions about this is, like, say we're on Archway, we've got LP positions here, we've got cool models here, people want to tap into our incentives or our stable pools and the cool stuff we're building, um, and they're on a different network. How do they use our application on the Archway chain? using Archway's block space, spending Arch for gas from where they're at? How will this fee abstraction kind of take place? Sure. So um, inside the inside the AOS, um, using AMP and IBC to communicate from other places, um, you'd be able to uh, swap for, for gas. And we we don't take any strong opinion on gas. That's that's the L1's you know, responsibility. Um, it's not really it's not our responsibility, but we can make it very easy for the users as they move over to Archway, if they want to start using or, you know, or, or any, any chain out there, but you know, you don't have any, you know, whatever the latest token is, whatever the latest L1 is, if there's a, if there's a pool nearby, then the AOS can basically say, Hey, we're going to take a couple of bucks, you know, dust or gas money and go, go grab a few tokens over there and automatically send them over. So whenever you arrive, you know, everything goes smoothly. And you're not having to sit here and go, hey, uh, you know, does anybody have, where can I get some of this weird currency I've never heard of? Not in this case, not Archway, but other ones. It fixes that problem because, I mean, right now, how many times have we been locked out of chains? You know, we got to run over to another deck that's off chain, that chain that's that's doing that. And that's like, that is amateur hour. We should be way further ahead than that. Um, and 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 we aren't there yet because the cosmos is is still very new. And a lot of what we're seeing is a lot of people are still building with the Ethereum blinders on. They still build in the way they were building over on Ethereum, you know, that, that proved the smart contract um, uh, narrative. But, but here in the Cosmos, we need to start thinking differently. And we need to start thinking in a, in a much larger sense because the tools that we have, the technology stack that the Cosmos has is unrivaled across the, the, all of blockchain. So, so what we have going on here inside the cosmos is a sleeping, uh, it's a sleeping dragon that, that's about to be woken up once once we tie everything together and make all this stuff easier, better, and faster to use. Yeah, absolutely. And even just a, a cross chain dust converter, uh, even if that was the primary utility, would be absolutely fantastic with the direction that we're going to be building. Uh, but super, super excited for the um, the cross chain utility and the ease of use you guys are you guys are bringing. So stoked to work with you guys. Um, Really love that you guys were already uh, had in mind this kind of Dex first mentality of building truly decentralized, and even then starting with um, like some of the less popular ones instead of like oh we'll pay a whole bunch of money to uh, like to Osmosis to be featured there. Uh, but instead, you guys are working on establishing core liquidity hubs on different 
um, on different blockchains, which we're happy to be one of your early ones. Uh, could you walk us through your um, your reasoning for that process and how that helps you guys and the applications building using uh, AOS scale? Well, well the, the smaller guys are always just way more fun to work with. You guys are actually you'll take calls, you'll you'll um, you'll you'll jump up and do a Twitter space on a moment's notice. Um, I mean, Eric, it was probably what uh, less than seven or eight days ago that we we first got in contact, and and um, you know here we are launching on on your on your decks. I mean, it's, it's pretty quick to go. And like, like I said a minute ago, we don't do any sort of, um, picking winners and losers. So, you know, it's, it, it's, it, I think it's kind of, um, it's, 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 it's a, it's a shame that, that sometimes we just go with the, you know, some projects just go with the biggest and then we start consolidating when it's like, well, maybe there's, maybe there's better things out there and maybe we should work with, with all protocols that, that, um, that, that show promise. And bring them on board, and let the users and let the let the math figure it out. We don't have any any. Uh, we do not do any backroom deals. We don't do any sort of um, promotions in this area. We we simply provide the user an experience that says, "Look, we're not going to push you towards one game or another." You know, just like with with PlayStation, it's look. We have a platform. Go get whatever game you want and and play it here. And you know, we don't we don't really care. That's that's the that's the approach we've taken. A true marketplace of ideas. I love it. And, and yeah, the, the same way. It's not only safer, but also a lot easier and provides a lot more utility to build on AOS rather than uh, rather than on Ethereum. A lot of what people are known and used to and what might be considered name brands are antiquated models. And there are a lot of up-and-comers that, um, such as ourselves, that do have better models for those kinds of things. So it's nice to um, see other builders not only want to be responsive and uh, and fun to have calls with and move fast, but but also willing to um, bet and make things available to you and be treated like a fair player. So it's been an honor working with you guys last week. Yeah, absolutely. So I kind of have a question for you. What made you kind of decide to choose Andromeda to come over and have a, a pool on Astrovault? And what are some of the uh, immediate benefits for the users uh, of both Andromeda and Astrovault from the partnership? So I don't know if they know this. I actually saw them on the um, on the like give a presentation at a Terra event like two years ago, probably. I wasn't there. I was just watching a live stream. Um, I think it was the one that Doquan got uh, uh, got served at. But I, the idea was brilliant back then. I hadn't heard of them for a while. They came back, and I I've been checking out their videos and stuff, and everything's working super well. Everything like their vision makes so much sense. And I'm like, hey, like we need <laughs> we need good builders in this space. They came on um, to our weekly uh, Archway Builders call, which if you guys are builders in the Archway ecosystem, you're not going to that. Start showing up every single uh, Wednesday morning, uh, morning my time at least. And they gave a great demo of what they're doing. We're like, yeah, this this makes too much sense. We need them integrated. We need to beef up this ecosystem. Uh, we are trying to be a blockchain that hosts thousands of applications. Let's get them involved. Uh, let's make it easier for these new builders. Let's go to colleges and get young kids with good ideas to come and build quickly and easily and be able to work for themselves, get out of the rat race by building something better and, and all grow the pie while doing so. So it made all too much sense. We reached out and they responded quickly, easily, and uh, they, they were game. So That's amazing to hear. Yeah, it, it's great to see both teams kind of just growing throughout the ecosystem with not just Cosmos, but just with what you guys are building, I feel like tech over uh, the memes, as I, as a lot of people would say these days, I feel like it's the complete opposite. But uh, yeah, that kind of concludes the conversation for today. If anyone in the audience has any questions, feel free to request and we can bring you guys up and uh, the teams will be happy to answer them. 
I see Laura has requested, so I'll bring you up here. Yeah, hop on up, Laura. And just while, while she's hopping up here, just reiterating, uh, the pool will go live for trading here in a couple days, January 11th. It will be seated. It will be X-Arch versus Andromeda. I have the ANDR token. I know you guys are used to, on Astro Vault, us listing X tokens um, for the native assets. Since the Andromeda staking rewards are zero currently, we are actually going to do native ANDR. We can always list any token anyone else can, plus other ones. Um, it means we're not earning ANDR staking rewards, at least at this time. But it also makes it just a little bit uh, easier to use and a little bit less friction. Awesome. And Laura, you're... Uh... Feel free to speak. You are a speaker now. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, Cody and the, and the rest of the Andromeda team, I just want to say I love, love, love the vision. Um, it's 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 the time we need this <laughs> what you guys are doing um i had a question about uh i saw a recent partnership um announced between archway and icon and uh the icon network and which if uh i read through that stuff pretty quickly but you know if i'm understanding it correctly it's uh, uh, adding an abstraction layer to the whole relaying thing you know with the point to point unique channels and that kind of thing and i was just wondering how you guys see your positioning with that is that something that you'll integrate with at the networking le uh, level or um and that kind of thing one of, the, one of my concerns is that like like you were mentioning earlier that you know you see different builders building like the same things and stuff and they they're all sort of competing and so like my hope is that andromeda would would like integrate with those kinds of uh different efforts so that you know we as developers you know don't have to like pick and choose and, and stuff like that so anyway that's my question thank you Go ahead, Matt. I saw you trying to talk. Go for it. Well, I, I saw a delay there, Cody. Uh, you know, that was a softball for you. But the uh, the, the big picture is uh, trying to create this standard uh, platform, this standard protocol. So all the developer, they don't have to worry about those things anymore. You know, Cody did a real good job of explaining that. But the idea is exactly what you just said, is the ability for every protocol, every effort, to plug into AOS so you don't have to worry about it anymore. It's all the background and, you know, whether you pick up your phone and you use it or you drive your car, you don't have to learn how to you know, drive again with each new car, you know, you, you, you hop into, you know, it's a standard format, standard laws. So the answer, the short answer to your longer question there is yes, we do want to integrate with everyone. Awesome. Yeah, um, so along that lines, what, what Icon is doing is they're using something called XCall, which is actually super cool, and it's backwards compatible with IBC. So for where IBC grows and expands, their whole thing is like they're not trying to reinvent the wheel if the wheel's working, but a lot of people don't have IBC, and so they're expanding their own version for other networks. Uh, yeah, do you guys have a plan or roadmap currently that goes beyond IBC, or are you guys just like hoping that IBC keeps doing its thing. We have Composable doing great work with Picasso, getting connected to Polkadot. I know Landslide's working on more connections to like Avalanche and people are talking about getting a theory, like native L1 Ethereum with IBC. Do you guys think that will uh, be good enough? Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah, IBC ahead, has a, a major, major role in our in our roadmap and what we're developing. Um, you know, there's there's been these sort of bridge wars over the last, you know, three or four years, which is great. Competition yields better uh better outputs but um ibc has been sort of i mean if you look across the the whole ecosystem out there across the entire blockchain ecosystem ibc seems to be the the sweet spot that everybody seems to be adapting or adopting um 
you know, Axelar does a great job getting messages over to different different pieces. Um, you got Wormhole. You got a lot of these. A lot of these guys that are still standing and doing good stuff. Um, Chainlink with their um, was it CCTP or something like that. Um, you know, uh, we we don't care. We can we can run our amp over anything. Like as long as we can get the message from here to there and we know it's secure, then you know we, we can we can run across anything we need out there. Um, that was a really important strategic decision for us is to have this amp, this, you know, that way we can, we're not, um, uh, we're not opinionated. Awesome. And are there any more questions from the audience? While we're gathering questions, uh, I would like Myron to, uh, take the stage for just a moment and talk about, uh, you know, when the decks is going live and, uh, that we still have a few spots, uh, to earn a, a thousand ANDR and some, uh, some arch by building on the archway uh on the aos on archway and our test net um and uh myron will talk about uh how to apply to that which is andromeda galaxy com slash archway but also he'll talk a little bit about how the lp pool is actually coordinated what he's doing with the telegram uh, community um as the pool progresses over to you myron myron are you there can i be heard <laughs> yeah we hear you i don't think myron's here <laughs> yeah Okay, so here's uh, one. I'll I'll just say it uh, while we're trying to get uh, Myron uh, all queued up. Um, we've already said it once, but the Dex is going to go live on Thursday, and uh, want to make sure everyone's ready. We're not going to announce the time that the Dex goes live. We learned on the Shade protocol that by telling everyone the time, uh, we actually crashed uh, the Shade protocol when we went uh, live on their Dex. So we're just going to. Um, we're just going to let people figure it out and then uh, let the word uh, travel uh, organically. Uh, the, the other thing is we want to talk about our test net. You know, we've got a test net going on and there's the ability for uh, our uh, for devs to build and earn ANDR. So there's a thousand ANDR and some uh, some arch by building uh, the first three best use cases uh, on our test net. So please take a look at the uh, the AOS on the on the test net and apply at Andromeda Galaxy Quest dot com slash archway myron are you uh you up and ready now hopefully myron's still not having the technical difficulties okay well myron uh, is one of our uh yeah he I is telegram i call them telegram warriors um uh, we've got a great team that supports uh, the community on our telegram channels uh that we'll share with uh astro vault and archway so that all the questions that come up, and there are always questions that come up. Uh, you know, what's the market cap? What's the, you know, what's the price? You know, what's the roadmap? You know, where's the coin gecko chart? You know, where's this? What the? How do I do this? What do I, you know, how do I actually make this thing work? You know, how can I buy some ANDR? How do I swap? You know, those kinds of things. Uh, and Myron and a gentleman named Colin will be absolute terrific support uh, personnel for that, and we really look forward to. Uh, hearing what you have to say on the Telegram uh, channels and uh, and watching uh, how you interact with Andromeda and uh, and our system. And we definitely want some feedback because, uh, you know, our entire premise with uh, AOS is to make this easier, better, faster for the community, for users and creators, developers, builders, and give us your feedback. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, and, uh, and we'll make it better. You know, that's the whole point of this is we're going to make this uh, – for you, by you. So uh, kind of the FUBU approach from the uh, clothing line back in the 90s. So tell us what you like and tell us what you don't like and we'll, uh, we'll work to improve it. 
I'll just add, I would love a day theme in the builder. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the first person to say that, you know, okay. <laughs> developers like developers like the black stuff and we definitely have a developer uh, uh, influence inside of Andromeda, but uh, yeah, you're not the first person to say that. It looks like we actually have a couple of questions that people are commenting. I think this one goes for Eric. For Astro Vault, will, it, will there be airdrops for LP providers? Uh, yes, actually. They, um, the Andromeda pool will go live before, um, before the cutoff for snapshots, which again, only happens just a little bit before the actual airdrop takes place. So yes, uh, early LPs of the and, uh, ANDR and XArch pool will still qualify for the airdrop. We'll also be announcing the official TGE and airdrop um, event here pretty soon. As well as, of course, we'll get it'll the pool will earn perpetual rewards the same way we have detailed out in our econ paper. Um, but we, of course, if if the, Andy, if the Andromeda team's open to doing uh, additional uh, incentives and or incentivizing AXV token holders, we can always boost those up. So uh, let's do it. Of, woo! Awesome. And another question from the audience. So when we're talking bridging our token to Cosmos from Polygon, how easy would they be? Or is that something developers could do with Archway? Um, so if that's, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Corrected. Adrian, do you think you can answer this question? I'm not too sure about a bridge from Polygon to Cosmos, but I know there's a gravity bridge if you want to go from Ethereum to Cosmos. All right, could you repeat the question? I, oh, go ahead. Just real quick, I'll, I'll say, yeah, um, Gravity Bridge should be able to handle all of that. And I know that both Astrovault and Archway is working very, very closely with them. Um, so, yeah, we'll let us know whatever integrations are most important to you, and we'll prioritize them. I know that we also have several of our own important integrations that we would like to see for specific partners we have in other ETH-based ecosystems that want to use Astrovault. And we're currently leaning into Gravity Bridge to make those happen. And we'll actually have some pretty big names to announce here pretty soon. That will be very fun. We love it. Awesome, guys. Well, we're coming a little over time here. So if you guys have no more questions, uh, we're going to end the spaces here. Thank you so much, um, the Andromeda team, Astroball team, for joining us today. It was an amazing spaces. Uh, make sure you guys go follow them on Twitter or X, as it is called now. Uh, both uh, both of their handles should be in a lot of the posts that we have been recently posting and at the top here in the title. Uh, and with that said, guys, thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you in the next spaces. Take care, everybody. Thank you for hosting. Guys, go get ready to get some ANDR and Astrovault on Thursday and stay tuned for Outbid going live next week for our launch battle. Already got a lot of people lined up for it afterwards. So keep your eyes on it. It's going to be really, really fun. Let's go. Thank you, Eric. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends, dragging out the max amount of payments, red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks, they probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knives, and then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic, never known the politics.
like I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers, motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tell the spaces. <laughs>